0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show.
1: Moves like butter, sweet like
2: honey, looks so good like she made off money. She's
0: blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woman's world. That's right, babies. And I am all W O M E N. Jesus. That's right, indeedy on this Friday Eve. And in fact, we're going to be using that word uh, throughout quite a few uh, topics on tonight's Andrea K. Show. I am proud, W-O-M-A-N, and, and glad to have you guys here with me, whether you're man or woman. It's always an honor to have you guys here with me, especially now since I'm going two hours a night. And there's say lots of, what? that's right, say what, say yes, indeedy. And there's lots of different ways that you can contact us here and be a part of the show. You can call in now at 888-344-1170. You can also tweet at us at our new Twitter account, which is at AK Show San Diego. We are streaming live right now on TheAnswerSanDiego.com and excited for tonight's show to bring you all the latest in, in what's what the haps is out there. We've got our buddy after the first break, Larry Clayman is going to be back. It ain't cooled down at all. It may be, uh, We may be having a heat wave here in SD. It may be 80 at the coast today, but it's even hotter wherever Hunter Biden's trying to hide out. Breaking news on that. And our buddy Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch is going to be here. You know, he was the founder of Judicial Watch and now he's Freedom Watch. He's going to be here to weigh in on that. And we've got much, much more for you guys tonight. Before I go any further, I got to bring in my man. Notice how I'm staying on, on, on that theme here. My man, it's DJ Potato Skins.
0: And I'd like to say now, That I'm getting paid
1: exactly the same as (laughs) DJ Potato Skins did last year. It's funny because it's true. (laughs) Maybe that means I'm making more this year, Andrea, because we've expanded the show. They can't shut you down on Twitter because we just created another account. We are full steam ahead, baby.
3: That's right. And Elon Musk is over there on Twitter. So, you know, hopefully things are going to be all good, right? i tell you what I'm not going to be talking about tonight. But y'all can tell me if I'm crazy. You can, you can call in and tell me, try to force me to talk about it. I'm not going to be talking about Tiger Woods today playing in the Masters. OK, I have spent too many tortuous hours on the greens trying to play myself. And the last thing that I do is watch it. OK, nor am I interested- So You don't do well. No, no, I don't do well. And I and I and I'm not particularly attracted to green blazers. And I'm also not going to be talking about uh, the Padres opening day because baseball puts me to sleep more than watching A Star is Born with Lady Gaga. Go Dodgers. Now, I'm also not going to be talking about the confirmation of KBJ today. You want to know why I'm not going to be talking about the confirmation of KBJ? Because she is a symptom of the problem. She is a symptom of the disease that is going on that has the flesh of America being rotted away. We're almost at the... I'm not going to say we're decaying corpse babies, but, but, but she is a symptom of a serious problem when we have... A, Nobody should even get anywhere remotely near a court of law as a licensed attorney. Now, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I got to say this. If you can't define what a woman is, right, she, is, she was installed to just continue to further the decline of this country. She is a symptom of the problem. So I'm not going to spend time on that. But every topic we're going to be talking about tonight is related to the cultural assault on this country and of course they've they've uh, one of the ways in which they've assaulted us as a country is through our election process Right. And we've spent a lot of time because there's so many different elements to what happened in the election in 2020 from the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court rewriting election laws, which was unconstitutional, to to Kemp down in Georgia cooking up deals with Stacey Abrams. Yeah, when I you know wait to a a Republican governor cooking up a deal to rewrite the way absentee ballots are working with a woman who refused to accept the elections of 2018 to all the way up to Michigan. And what the, the court said there about the fraud in the way that they did the mail-in ballots and beyond. I mean, it has crossed the entire country, right? But, uh, and that's bad enough. But it got even worse that after January 6th, that Americans were thrown in prison and denied due process, denied a, a free, a, a speedy trial, denied bail. Just recently, a Trump appointee judge denied bail. And yeah, I'm going to keep, this is what I'm going to keep talking about because KBJ was never asked any question about the January 6th defendants. Never asked a question about it. Never asked about about. Uh, and and I guarantee you, even if she was asked, she might have said that these cases are likely going to make their way, so she can't comment on it. But the question should have been asked. It should have been asked about a Trump appointee judge who denied bail. And I'm only slightly paraphrasing by saying that I, that you still seem to hold some type of belief that something quote untoward happened in the election in 2020. Denied bail. So Ted Cruz, and that's important to to note as as I, I, I read about being reported by Bright, uh, not Breitbart, a Gateway pundit and Washington Free Beacon, reporting of an of an exchange with Ted Cruz, who is on the Senate. Uh, he might be chair, but he's certainly a committee member on the Senate Rules and Administration Committee, and he was interviewing an FEC nominee, Dara Lindenbaum. Uh, She's an election lawyer and she's the former general counsel to Stacey Abrams campaign. And so she's been nominated um, to be on the FCC. She Joe Biden chose her um, uh, to replace retiring Democratic Commissioner Stephen Walther on the regulatory agency that enforces U.S. campaign finance law. So nothing matters if our elections don't matter. And we've got too many ways in which our elections are rife for fraud and all different types of shenanigans in which to deny the American citizens uh, their, their, their right to vote. You know, case in point, New York City, where they're allowing, how many was it? Was it 30,000 illegals? I think it was in, in New York City. Yeah. To vote in an election, right? Nothing matters if our elections don't matter. And it's like a shock and awe of the Democrats and ways in which they're trying to, uh, to, steal the elections, right? Um, so he's interviewing her and she, this is the woman. Now get this. This is what struck me about this. This woman was former general counsel to Stacey Abrams campaign. And in the course of her representing uh, Stacey Abrams, she was a part of a lawsuit that included Raphael Warnock and his church. And, you know, he won the Senate runoff in January of 2020. Uh, and, and he's now sitting in uh, the Senate that they challenge the validity of Georgia's 2018 election uh, due in part because of, quote, unreliable voting machines. But that's not really what what is so up upsetting to me about the story. Uh, you know, uh, there's lots of different allegations in the complaint she, that Georgia grossly mismanaged the election. They deprived Georgian citizens, particularly citizens of color, of their fundamental right to vote. The complaint said that Georgia's election violated the first 14th and 15th amendments of the U.S. Constitution. Um, And you know what, when I read, and and, and everybody knew about this, right? Because this was kind of the joke that Stacey Abrams still called herself governor. And then she recently was going to go on Star Trek to be like the leader of the world. It was like, well, okay, let's throw Stacey Abrams a bone, right? With a little... Oh no, I love Star Trek. Let's not do that. (laughs) Well, that was the idea, right? The point being that she never accepted the outcome of the elections. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay that this woman didn't accept the outcome of the elections. How is that not American in this country? Why are you not allowed to Question the outcome of an you election.
1: Want elections legitimate,
3: right? And so I, you, 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 absolutely right. And and but you, you have the right to believe that a head of lettuce is, is your savior if you want to in this country. That's what the United States of that's what our First Amendment rights are supposed to be about, right? She and, and this complaint. So Ted Cruz is interviewing her. And he and, you know, in the course of going back and forth, he says to her as an officer of the court, you were willing to put your name on a legal pleading, alleging that the machines were switching votes illegally from one candidate to the other. Is that correct? And she said, yes. Why does that matter to me tonight? It matters to me tonight. Because she's able to be a nominee. For a position in the Biden administration, when we have Americans who who did nothing but walk around the Capitol or or still possess that they think that there was something bad that went on in the election in twenty twenty and they're being held in jail. They're being held in jail. And not even charged
1: with insurrection.
3: No. In fact, we did finally have, here's a a little piece of good news for the January 6th situation. Because that January 6th situation, we we have have covered this so much about the infiltration that was done. Nobody has ever justified or provided any answer as to why the Capitol Police was literally pushing back barricades, opening doors, waving people in. It sure looked like, you know, I don't go as far as Greg Kelly to say that there was timing done. He even went so far as to say that, you know... Um, it, Ashley Babbitt was shot to stop the electoral vote recount. I, I'm not alleging any of that. I'm thinking that the infiltrators, they knew that there was going to be this peaceful rally and they thought, how can we, you know, make it go bad for Trump? And how can we make those that question the outcome of the 2020 election be considered domestic terrorist? We had a man who killed himself, who did nothing but walk into the Capitol after being waved in by the Capitol Police stood behind velvet ropes taking pictures and walked back out and was facing 20 years. But this woman, a lawyer on behalf of Stacey Abrams, can sign her name to pleadings alleging all kinds of stuff and she's able to get a job. If you... Question in January 6th, we have a counterterrorism investigation unit done by Merrick Garland and the DOJ and the FBI where they're they're delving, openly delving into all of your records to see if you dare share the belief that something bad happened in the election in February of 2020 and January, uh, November of uh, 2020. And nobody asked KBJ about this. We still don't. And and, it should have been the question. Well, and Andy Biggs has said that he can't get anybody. To to be, and and, you know, I didn't watch the entire interview with Ted Cruz, but why did he not connect the dots between her ability to express herself in a legal court document, which was an attempt to overturn? Let's think about this. Trump is being called an insurrectionist. Trump was impeached because he supposedly led an insurrection to overturn the outcome of an election. They're trying to stop him from being able to run for office again. They're trying to prosecute him. They're trying to pierce everybody in his circle to try to get them prosecuted. For the same thing that this woman alleged... Well, you and don't a court doctor right? because
1: they know if it was a legitimate election and they can't get their fraud over they know Trump's going to cream whoever is running in 2024.
3: well I think it's even more than that I think it's more about you know just beating be threatening it's it's the same thing as cancel culture really what this is about is you dare to express a different belief than the totalitarians and the authoritarians want you to believe and they are You're going done. to be you are going to be persecuted and prosecuted this is Michael Flynn this is January 6. Um, you know, whether it's the parents speaking up at school board meetings, that's what's really going on here. That's what's really going on here, all in an attempt to shred the fabric of our society to ch- take us away from being a, a free republic, a constitutional republic with our First Amendment rights or religious freedoms in, in intact and our Judeo-Christian principles and values as the underpinnings of our society and to show how far we've gone. All you need to do is see the KBJ, a woman who refused, a woman who went lenient on people pushing out images of babies being raped, and a woman who refused to say what a woman is and that there is male versus female. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, we're going to bring in Larry Klayman from Freedom Watch to talk about uh, the Hunter Biden laptop and some interesting new developments there. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And our call in number 888-344-1170. Give us a buzz.
0: Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show, on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. At the open of the show, we were talking about January 6th defendants. There was actually um, and this this leads me into uh, talking to my next guest, Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch. Who will be here in just a moment for the break? We were talking about uh, Ted Cruz interviewing this FEC nominee, and and what that means for these January sixth defendants who are not, you know, she's she's allowed to question the outcome of Georgia. But uh, if you're a January 6th defendant, you're not allowed to question the outcome of the election in 2020. But there was some good news because uh, the judge did issue, one judge did issue his first outright acquittal of a January 6th riot defendant, um, basically saying because the police, uh, the Capitol police ushered him in, he really did nothing wrong. So that's some good news to report before I move on. I should have mentioned that at the open of the show. Now, after we talked to Larry, uh, coming up on our, on our next segment, uh, it, 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 the story, Disney story ain't going away. And as our friend of the Andrea K show, James Her, Her, Herson pointed out today, Disney might've got caught in their own mousetrap. So um, I'm actually excited to t- tell you guys about that story coming up. So stay tuned. Uh, anyway, so joining me now is my buddy Larry Klayman from Freedom Watch, because there's all kinds of breaking news and things to talk about regarding Hunter Biden and the laptop and the Biden crime family. Hello, Larry Klayman, my dear friend. Yes, Andrea. How are you doing, soul sister? Well, I'm great. Um, I, there is just it's it's almost it's almost like a shock and awe coming at us with this Hunter Biden laptop. It's like they did everything that they could to suppress the story, right? Then then, then now it's coming out like in, in total waves, and it's actually amazing uh, what's happening, and it's leading a lot of people to believe. Uh, and actually push for a special counsel. And when asked about it today, uh Jen Psaki was actually asked about whether or not the Biden administration would support the uh, the use of a special counsel. Um, I, she said this, but um, <laughs> OK, Larry Clayman. Well, that
2: means nothing. And yeah. by the way, she's quitting. She's going to MSNBC. So she's had it with Biden.
3: Well, he's yeah, an M- well, and I mean, well, lie
2: for him anymore,
3: right? Well, but the NBC folks are—we're different topic, but they're not particularly happy to get her over there. Um, you mm-hmm. know, uh, do you? Th- I don't have any faith in special counsels. I think no, I don't have any not. faith in our Department of Justice. What What is being revealed today, for example? Um, you know, Joe Biden has said on the campaign trail, and Jan Saki said this again yesterday. Joe Biden has never had a conversation with his son about anything. The New York Post has an article out today with a dozen pieces of evidence include from photos to emails and beyond of Joe Biden, not just meeting up with and, and having conversations with, he actually wrote two letters of recommendations to this Chinese for this Chinese businessman, Jonathan Lee's kids, one for Brown University and one for Georgetown University. And of course, Joe Biden's name meant nothing to them. The kids didn't get in. Um, but I mean, don't we already have enough evidence of the, the Joe Biden oh, yeah. crime family and his role?
2: Well, you know, Andrea, we've done our citizens' grand juries. We've indicted Biden for the bribery from communist China, Ukraine, and Russia, Ukraine before President Zelensky. And we are trying him between May 10th and 12th next month, seeking his conviction. We're seeking a life sentence. And we're going to ask the police and the military to carry it out. You know, I have a letter from the military going back a couple months, 140 retired admirals and generals said he better ship out, shape up or ship out. People have had it with them, and now even the New York Times and Washington Post admit that that laptop is genuine. The left wants to get rid of him, he's dragging the left down, as bad as they are, as radical as they are, as, as much as they've socialized, communized and atheized this country, notwithstanding the fact that they sit around with everyone else, including the Republicans watching a Holocaust in Ukraine eating popcorn, that, you know they want him gone. So I think when we do try him, that will make a point with the American people. And I do believe we can get law enforcement uh, to carry out any sentence. But no, special counsel simply buries it. It buries it for the higher up and the elites. They burn lower level people. You can see what's happening with John Durham right now. You know, some lawyer named Michael Sussman. I mean, who cares about Michael Sussman? Nobody. It was all about Hillary Clinton. It was all about Hillary Clinton. So Michael Sussman's going to go down for Hillary Clinton. But believe me, he won't go down because it's the D.C. juries in front of. And, it, you know, it's radical left. It's Democrat. Uh, it's pro-Obama. He right. He's well, yeah,
3: know. because Smith the only person who was indicted so far for anything related to lying to FISA courts, still has his law license. So well, look it,
2: at, at Scooter Libby. He went down for Cheney years ago. And, you know, Cheney, whatever he did was the one that was responsible. But Scooter Libby, his chief of staff, was the one who was indicted. Then he was pardoned. well what, George, George W. Bush.
3: Well, what I don't, what I find fascinating, and I didn't have time to go through, or not fascinating so much, but di- but disturbing, is that, and and I talked at length about last night about the guy John Maxey, who actually has the laptop, and he's gone to Switzerland because he's got eighty thousand more, uh, four hundred and fifty gigs and eighty thousand emails that had been deleted that they're recovering, and and he's scared he's going to be Vince Fostered, um, you know, uh, w- w- the. The, the we've got a commander in chief who is obviously so compromised with our greatest enemies, whether it's involving, uh, you know, um, the Russian Ukraine war that's going on right now. That's tied to that's that's tied to the Biden crime family. Their they're, their hands are all over and all in around in Ukraine from Burisma we and beyond.
2: Exist. We can't exist another three years with this guy. We have to do whatever we can peacefully and legally to get rid of him. He is even more corrupt than the Clintons. The Clintons were corrupt, but they were smart. This guy is dumb, brain dead, moronic. And he's a real threat to this country. I mean, yesterday he put sanctions on Putin's daughters. I mean, yeah. What good does that do other than to get this guy angry enough to, to push the nuclear button?
3: I mean, well, I, I, it's, you it's go all for point. show. You're going Ukraine and
2: you take care of the issue. You clean out the rat's nest and you get out. And you're not afraid of, well, of Putin. But yeah, he's been bribed by the Russians. He doesn't want to do anything.
3: Well, yeah, because, you know, yeah, I mean, and that's what's all revealed in this laptop that um, and Joe Biden was allowed to get away with lying about it in the in the debates from Chris Wallace and beyond, because the FBI, the DOJ, Bill Barr and beyond all covered up for this. Bill Barr actually called, uh, called for a stand down of U.S. attorney's offices from investigating. I I know that there's reports that the grand jury supposedly asked, you know, for the for the identity of who, you know, the the big guy, the 10% was there, but there has been enough evidence to show, um, that the Ukraine impeachment hoax was meant to cover up the crimes of Joe Biden. They all knew what crimes were committed by Joe Biden. Everybody's known this New York post article show, you know, does a nice job of, of laying out the dozen different, you know, pieces of proof going back to 2013 and with photos and this and that and this. Um, but, but it, you know, that doesn't make me feel good because the guy's still sitting in the oval office.
2: Well, yeah, and we're going to have actually Miranda Devine on my radio show tomorrow. It'll be, you know, over the weekend we record it and you can listen to it. But, but uh, I believe she'll testify at our trial. We're going to have original evidence. We can play the, the video of Tony Bobolinsky when he gave an interview saying the big guy gets 10 percent. It's not in dispute anymore, Andrea. Mm-hmm. And the American people need to rise up, as I wrote in my book, not just to clear independence and a new government, not a new nation. But taking our legal system back, like Wyatt Earp did in the Old West, we had no legal system, doesn't exist. And this January 6th protester that was let go by Trevor McFadden, I've been in front of this guy, he's a hack. Okay, but he had no choice because, and a Trump appointee, I might add, he had no choice because the, the video showed that he was led into the Capitol, this protester, as most of them were, by the Capitol police. And that's our That's our capital. But if he had been tried in front of a jury in D.C., he would have been convicted because government workers, ultra leftists, 99 percent Obama, this judge Trump at least made it. Uh, an honest decision for a change. I write about him in my book. It takes the counter-revolution wake up America. Mm-hmm. He's not an honest man, uh, uh, McFadden. He's a, no, he's not. He's a establishment hack.
3: Well, right. And I didn't like yeah. his comments. I didn't like his comments about, um, you know, he seemed quiet and orderly. He did not shout. Oh, so McFadden, you would have, you would have demanded, ab- you you only acquitted him because he didn't raise his voice. Since when is it a crime to raise your voice or, or hold up a flag?
2: Well, you know what, Andrea, another protester, the QAnon shaman, And a judge that used to make good decisions for me when I ran Judicial Watch, Royce Lamberth, it was the same thing. He walked into the Capitol with the Capitol Police by his side. He dressed like a freak. Okay, fine. He's entitled to dress like he wants. Lamberth gave him 41 months in prison. 41 months. It's the same thing as this protester. It was just... Acquitted.
3: Well, and there, there was another protester who committed suicide because he actually did nothing different than what um, that what Martin did here, um, but he was looking at twenty years, and you know the and, and his life had been destroyed. Um, is
2: interesting that they go after the protesters more than our government's going after Putin? Our government's scared of Putin, but they're terrorizing the protesters and telling the American people, you better not even criticize us or we'll throw you in jail.
3: Well, I I don't, and I actually think the Putin in Ukraine thing, I think the reason why uh, that uh, Biden was actually pushing for that is because it was going to be a distraction from the Hunter Biden laptop and everything here, as well as the corruption involving Ukraine, the corruption involving China, which is Putin's friend. See, I actually think they admire Putin. I actually think they really like Putin. I actually think that what they want and what everything that is going on in in our country today is symbolized by KBJ and the fact that she was confirmed today Day. she's not the story she's the symptom of the disease that's the story and and i think it's all about them wanting to usher in communism and basically what they're doing with the january 6 defendants and what they're doing um to to uh, to um the rest of us with uh, parents speaking up at school boards being part of some counterterrorism being now in the sights of the counterterrorism unit that's all that's all putin stuff They dig him. It was O'Biden. Wasn't it O'Biden who said to Medvedev, yeah, tell Vlad I'll have a little bit more flexibility after I win the next? That's what what happens.
2: Power corrupts. They think they're better than the rest of us in Washington, D.C., both the politicians and the judges. We don't have a right to question what they do. And they've got something coming for them. You know, I'm trying to avoid that with the peaceful and legal ways that I write about in my book. It takes a kind of revolution. But we're headed to a bloody revolution. Ultimately.
3: Well, I'm no, hoping right. we can avoid it, and that's one of the reasons why you know I, I try to I try to raise my flag here, the red flag. Try to connect the dots, you know that because so there it is like a shock and on. I use this term a lot as well. It's so it's overwhelming, the uh, the what's happening. To uh, to the, the the assault on our country and on parents who are just trying to uh, people trying to go to work and try to raise their kids right who are being recruited into transgenderism they got they, they got enough to deal with here right then you got this whole January sixth thing over here and you got the corruption over here and it it, it it's almost too much quickly before I let you go um, you know I, I, is there anything. Is it this story broke yesterday about Hunter Biden's Secret Service detail paying 30 K plus monthly for a Malibu mansion? People are saying that that's the same amount of money that they were paying for Trump's kids. I mean, what's the real deal here? What do we need to know about that?
2: We don't know about the, the bottom line yet. We don't know the particulars of that. But we do know that Hunter, to call him uh, in a friendly way, this criminal druggie that he is, just borrowed a million dollars to try to prevent the IRS through the Justice Department from indicting him for tax evasion and tax fraud. Who did he borrow the million dollars from? You know, maybe the same people that paid, you know, for this Malibu home, yeah. for the Secret Service. So this something something that we got to look into. But we've got enough to indict them now. I mean, yeah. let's get rid of them now. We've got enough. We don't need more documents. We don't need more witnesses. You know, they need to be put away for life. That's where they need to be. Of course, you know, Biden won't probably last long anyway. I mean, he's about ready to pass off. I mean, the guy barely can walk or or talk.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you... Yeah, I mean, it was... I was humiliated on on the part of the United States of America Mm -hmm. with Barack Obama coming back you know, um, and being welcomed, like he's the prodigal son. And then the other sons are back there going, Hey, I thought you dug me dad, you know, and, um, you know, and he's wandering around like, you know, he's like, he's the busboy waiting to use, clear the, clear the plates.
2: Night, night of the walking woke.
3: <laughs> was, it was, it's ridiculous. We, I mean, I, I, but we're left with Kamala. We can't take three more years well, of this and Kamala is death not death our, death our solution.
2: Yeah, they'll get rid of her once once Biden goes. I mean, that'll be it forever. Uh, right. She's gone. She's gone. Well, well, Larry. Get rid of Biden. That's our first job, Andrea. That's yes, our first job.
3: It is. Get rid of him. Tell everybody how to get your book.
2: Uh, they can go to freedomwatchusa.org with a contribution of $50 or more. We'll send it to you. If you want both books, last year's book and this book, for $100, I'll send you both autographed. Or you can go to Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. It's called Wake. It's called It takes a counter revolution. Wake up, America. Wake up, people. Listen to Andrea. Listen to me. Listen to others like us and get to work.
3: All right. Well, God bless you, Larry, my soul brother. Thank you, hon. Have a good night. All right. Y'all stay tuned because coming up. Go woke, you go broke. Is Disney about to go broke from all their woke? We're going to talk about it on the other side of the break. And our number is 888 344 1170. You can also tweet at me at our new Twitter account at AKShowSan Diego. This is The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer San Diego.
0: Andrea K., bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Hi, this is Monica from Oceanside, and I was listening to a replay of Andrea talking about Palm Springs paying trans people to come there. I mean, I don't understand this. Is there a shortage of drag show performers? Or is the Biden White House wanting a winter home and they just figured out how to pay for it? I I don't know what's happening here. I need Andrea to address the drag performer shortage that's happening in this country. Thank you and keep up the good work. Welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show. I don't have an answer for you, Monica from Oceanside. I mean, thank. You. This is so amazing how deep thinkers the Andrea Kay Show listeners are. They're like, what's the deep reason behind them offering to give money to trans people in Palm Springs? Are they short? Do they have a shortage of drag? Did performers? you know about the shortage? I didn't. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't know about the shortage, but maybe that's the angle. I mean, she, you know, she's trying to come up with some explanation for why they're suddenly paying universal income nine hundred dollars a month to trans people. Um, thank you for that, Monica from Oceanside. Hey, y'all want to call in our 24 hour uh, comment line 844-814-5227. We know that there's no real shortage of drag performers out there. Um, We also know there's no shortage of wokeness and there's no shortage of it in the Disney, in the Disney corporation. I mean, they are just doubling down like crazy and it's not working. Um, A new clip has emerged with another Disney executive. But before I play that, just upon uh, Rasmussen has new polling numbers out. Uh, Just based upon uh, that, how Disney reacted with the, uh, it's not the don't say gay bill, but how Disney reacted down in Florida, their employees did under the parental rights bill, just on that. uh, And the, and the audio clips, Rasmussen did a survey, an online survey that finds that only 28% of American adults believe the emphasis on inclusion and diversity by companies like Disney is making children's entertainment better. Of course, it's not making it better right? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, who, what, to, how, uh, who, ex- if you're part of the 28%, explain yourself. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. And I mean, seriously, I, I you know, I, I would be surprised if I got a call from somebody telling me, yes, I think inclusion and diversity is making entertainment better. And it's, and, and not just making the quality of the content of entertainment better, but actually making our society better and better for kids.
1: Well, think about what, you know, I forget what it was called, but there's some new, resolution in the academy to where unless your movie is completely diverse and you have it all listed and and legal, you can't win an Oscar. Well, right.
3: But this is even worse, though, because this is Disney content involving kids. Forty five percent think the push for inclusion and making kids is making kids entertainment worse. while 18 percent say it makes no difference. I mean, who who would who would think it doesn't make any difference um and this was based on uh and this was asked after the two clips that we played last week from Disney here's another one that's that's emerged and it's only making things worse for Disney yeah i i identify as like a biromantic asexual i've had a lot <laughs> of learning and growing about myself this year kind of facilitated by how comfortable i felt on the proud family and with my immediate team at disney tva and so it's just sort of like this creative dissonance between my personal experience where I feel so safe and so supported. I mean, like I wasn't like in the closet, but like, I'm real out now, but like, but like, like, I got to cut her off because, but like, but like, what is, what is she? She sounds like a 14 year old from the Valley, right? I mean, she's not even articulate. I, I I used to work for Xerox corporation. At the time was a fortune 22 company. I think it was one of the, one of the 25th largest companies in, in, in the world. And at 22, I would have been run out of the conference room if I ever sounded that inarticulate. If I ever sounded that unintelligent in any corporate meeting, right? What, what is so? What is clear to me is that Disney has decided to basically hand over their corporation and their content to these woke, illiterate. Uh, you know, well, and I will use the word illiterate. And you want to know why? Because nobody can explain to me what a biromantic asexual is.
1: I was, I, I was trying to wrap my head around that.
3: And at no point at any time when I was working at Xerox Corporation, did anybody ever, you know, talk about sexuality in the boardroom? We would have been, that would have been, you would have been brought up for sexual harassment in the workplace. Nobody's talking about that in, in response to these Disney stories here. In, in terms of the corporation talking about it, a woman sitting in, in the middle of a, of a corporate meeting talking about her sexuality, that's ground, that's, is what's called creating an uncomfortable work environment for your coworkers, right? So this isn't sitting well with the American people. In fact, uh, after, uh, Rhonda Sanders signed that bill into law, There was a walkout from Disney workers, but there was a boycott up at the Burbank offices today. And nobody's really talking about that. In fact, um, one of the people that that spoke at that rally today is actually a Disney worker. And she was saying that, you know, she is, you know, been working at Disney for many years and Burbank is where their studios are. Most people think of Disney here is just, you know, the Magic Kingdom down in Anaheim. And there were hundreds of people boycotting Disney, including workers who saying, "I don't feel comfortable in my own company anymore." I've worked and and hat tip for her. I'm not going to say her name. She's probably already being canceled all over the place. She, they probably changed, you know, the lock on the door. Her code to the door isn't going to work anymore. And you know, they're they're going to act like they don't know her at the gate tomorrow when she tries to pull into the parking lot. Most of the Disney employees had left the Burbank offices today in in anticipation of the rally, uh, the protest against Disney, because. Not only are they woke, but they're cowards, right? And that took a lot of courage for that Disney employee today to stand up there and say, I feel, it, it, was, it was like somebody saying, I, I feel like my family has betrayed me and I don't recognize my own family anymore. And, it, and, and it's true. And what they're doing to children in this country, there's no aspect of American life where children are not, are not the primary targets and tools for the, for the destruction of this country. So it's, it's absolutely an abomination. All right, so uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about an abomination known as Fraud Fauci. So stay tuned for that. This is The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer San Diego.
0: Andrea K on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. If y'all want to call in... I've got a question for you. I, you know, and I should have asked this in, during the last segment we were talking about Disney. Has it, if you're a long time Disney lover, like me and skins, are, are you putting aside the wokeness and going to continue to go to the parks or watch the movies uh, quickly? Skins, if you want to say something before I get into Fauci,
1: I'm trying to, because my love for Disney goes way back, but with each and every day, it's getting increasingly hard to hold that decision.
3: Yep. I hear you. Um, now, y'all know we've gone to a two hour format, so stay tuned for next hour because we've got more shocking stuff going, co- coming up with peppermint patty, as some people are calling her, Jen Saki, some statements that were made today in the war against children. We've got a crazy story coming out of Florida for y'all, so in, in some uh, in information on San Diego, so stay tuned for that. Um, okay, so, um, Fraud Fauci. Uh, It is uh, our our boy, Chris Wallace, who couldn't do enough to cover up for Biden in the in the in the debates, right? Did an interview with fraud Fauci in which Fauci. I mean, they're starting to blame. There's starting to be people on the far left to blaming to blame Trump for deaths and actually making some threats. And I heard today that this sunny woman from The View, she was you know, thinking about suing the Trump administration because her in-laws died. I thought, you know, oh, please, that's so stupid. And then I heard this clip from Fauci in an interview with Chris Wallace. I
0: believe so. I believe so. I mean, I can't quantitate it for you about how many less deaths. You can't even model that, I don't think. But there were certain things that were done that if they were done differently, we we likely would have had. For example, when we were trying to lock down, if you use that word, that's a a very charged word for some people. Uh, Remember, when we were trying to get the 15-day and then the 30-day extension during the Trump administration, and yet he was coming out, right after we came out and I said with Dr. Birx, let's do the 15-30-day, he would get up and say, you know, liberate Virginia, liberate Michigan, which was just completely contrary and antithetical with what we were trying to do. But if we had really locked down, we probably wouldn't have lost a lot of people early on.
3: That's such a lie. It makes me so angry. At no point did Trump come out in the middle of the 15 to 30 day. Uh, 14 days to flatten the curve. Did Trump come out and say liberate Michigan and liberate Virginia? He came out wanting liberations of, of states after months of Fauci pushing for continued shutdowns that were not working, in which states like New York City were sending seniors to nursing homes sick to cause other people to be sick. There were so many seniors dying in New York City that were being left to rot in ambulances at the curve. At the curve. Trump is the one that set up at Central Park uh, um, all kinds of triage and tents that sat empty. Trump was the one that had a military vessel off, off uh, the coast of New York that sat empty. Trump is not responsible for people dying. The lockdowns didn't work. You know who's responsible for people dying? The denial, Fauci, the denial of therapeutics. First of all, Fauci never said anything about uh, New York City as well as Arizona, as well as Pennsylvania, not Arizona, as well as Pennsylvania, and Michigan and other states that all did what Cuomo did, killing seniors by sending sick COVID patients that were seniors from hospitals into nursing homes. Didn't address that. No, he's trying to blame Trump for hundreds of thousands of deaths. The only person responsible for hundreds of thousands of American deaths is Fauci himself. He lied and said that therapeutics didn't work so that that you would be sitting in your homes waiting desperately to get a shot in the arm from a vax that he promised would stop you from getting in and giving it. And then when that didn't work, then they kept telling you you got to get booster after booster. They hid the truth about particularly about the MRNA shots and the Pfizer shots as to side effects and deaths. How many people died from the shots skins?
1: And what did the Biden administration do today? They're denying COVID treatments in all 50 States being brought into the nation.
3: Absolutely. Uh, the one, Area of treatments that the Biden administration was willing to support was the monoclonal antibodies, even though they they denied him to Florida at one point because he was aggravated at Ron DeSantis. So you think about that, denying treatments to Americans because you don't like the politics of a governor. And then today they've stopped it in all states. And the excuse is. The excuse is, is there's the increasing prevalence of dot two, a subvariant of Omicron, which is a variant of the CCP virus that causes COVID-19. So, you know, um, didn't Trump sign something into law called the right to try bill? Yep. Has nobody's ever died. People have died from the shots. Nobody's ever died from the monoclonal antibody treatments. So why would you deny anybody the right to try if you believe that this is such a deadly disease, which by the way, we don't have hospitals being overrun at this point, the more variants and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not here to tell you anything about, you know, uh, I'm not a comma MD, but we all know with common sense that we don't have hospitals overrun right now and that as viruses mutate, they get a little bit more contagious, but but they're less deadly. I mean, Nancy Pelosi has come down with COVID. Prayers for her recovery. The woman's in her 80s. She's at, and she is at the highest, most at risk group. In fact, most of our, you know, our, our Congress people are because their age, they're, they're geriatric. But we don't we while there's an outbreak going on in D.C., there's not there's not an outbreak of deaths going on. What this is about is they want to deny treatments because they want to keep the emergency. Uh, use authorization in place so they can push out the shots. They need to get those numbers up. It is not a conspiracy to say that they need the case count high in order to keep you panicked, in order to keep you under the thumb, in order to keep you willing to accept whatever they want to mandate on you. That's ultimately what it's about. In fact, you know, uh, um, in in terms of these shot mandates, they initially were mandated on people under the guise that, If you got the shot, you couldn't give it or get it now that that's not true. How about shouldn't all the people that got fired that didn't get the shot. Shouldn't they be fired, rehired and paid and paid a a bonus. That would be the common sense thing to do. Right. Absolutely. After, uh, uh, you know, and and at the top of this of the next hour, we're going to play a clip from Jen Psaki talking about the medical community and children. Uh, Do you have a question for you callers? And that's that's related to transgender. But uh, do you do you have full faith anymore in the medical community, in the AMA? Because we've got doctors across the country that are towing Fauci's line. We've got hospitals towing his line. Do you trust them? Do you trust them with COVID wholeheartedly? And do you trust them with your children? We're going to talk about that in the second hour. Hey, thanks for being with me. Thank you to Larry Clayman for this hour. Thank you, Skins. Stay tuned. We got another hour of the Andrea K Show coming up. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.